Soto Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Remember, you can watch me on YouTube if you subscribe to my YouTube channel at the Tony Soto Show. Um, and also like, subscribe, follow on iTunes, leave a comment, all of that good stuff. How y'all doing? Hello, everybody. It's good to be back. Um, uh, I am ticking down the days until I am going to do my first pageant on May 14th at the Matsubon Theater here in Los Angeles, the, uh, the Drag Queen of the Year competition uh, hosted by Alaska. It's going to be so fun. But I'm going to tell you, y'all, anxiety, anxiety. I get so anxious out of nowhere now. It's like, so there are certain things where um, I'm very, very confident regarding this, uh, this pageant. Um, you know, I, I know that I'm always, I'm going to turn the looks. I know I'm going to be gorgeous, all of that, all of this. But the thing that I'm concerned about is, you know, the talent aspect, because that's when you really have to sell it to folks. So yeah, there's still plenty of time, plenty of time. My concept is funny. Um, I just need to put it all together. You know, it, it's crazy. I don't know how people uh, do stuff like this. Other drag artists do stuff like this, or anyone who takes part in pageants um, uh, does it. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, I'm envious of the girls who can sew their own shit. You know what I mean? Like I can sew a straight line. You know, I'm not, I, I, I've, I've sewn a dress before in my day. Um, she's not great at it. <laughs> she's not great at it, but I have such faith in the people who I brought on to help me, um, to do all that stuff. So I just really need to bring it in the, the talent portion, but it's going to happen. You know, it's, it's sometimes your inner saboteur likes to start chatting with you. And, uh, you know, I live alone. Um, I, I work out of my house. So, uh, when I'm not doing drag, I'm, I'm, I'm doing things in my apartment. So it's very easy to get into, into one's own head, uh, uh, about, uh, their worth, <laughs> about their worth. And um, so, yeah, you know, but speaking of uh, spending a lot of time at home, I, I need to either stop waking up so early or I need to do something with a couple of hours in my daytime because I'm losing it. I'm, I'm losing, you know, here's the thing, you know, you're losing it when you're sitting around and you're like uh, critiquing daytime commercials. You know what I mean? Like it's it, now, now advertising during the day is for a specific demographic for sure, which is basically the old, you know what I mean? Because uh, uh, besides me, the other people who are like at home watching TV during the day are the old. And I'm going to tell you, I, 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 if I see, well, first of all, if I see another uh, Medicare commercial where old people are patting themselves on the back that they didn't give their personal information to a stranger over the phone, I'm going to lose it. Like, like, okay, at this point, like, if you're on the Medicare and you're like, well, wait, what is that? Like 60 or something? I, I, I don't know. But like, but, 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 but why are you patting yourself on the back? Because, uh, because when you answered the phone 
and uh, was all lonely and wanted to keep on a conversation with this stranger on the phone. And they were like, hey, give me your social security number. You didn't give it to him. Good. Back in the olden days, did y'all just put your social security numbers and shit on your like chest or whatever, or your fucking personal identification? Like, what's going on? Do you need that pat on the back? But this is the thing. This is why I need to get out of the house. <laughs> this is why I need to get out of the house because I'm sitting here picking fights with the old people on the goddamn commercials. Also, apparently, like a, a big thing, you know, a big push right now is uh, is advertising and PSAs about smoking cigarettes. Now, I don't know if I've been completely forward with uh, with this on on this show, but I have kind of started smoking cigarettes again. I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it now. And by smoking cigarettes, I mean that typically equates to about four, maybe five cigarettes a day. You know, which is a lot. I, I've never been like a like you know, even in my in my heyday of smoking cigarettes, like a pack always lasted a week. You know what I mean? I was never like a chimney. But I am smoking cigarettes again. Not proud of it. And uh, but there's a lot of PSAs happening on the daytime television, and there is one in particular, and it's a woman who is my age, 43, but you could tell she's fly over 43 because um. Well, she looked old, you know what I mean? For like, I, 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 and maybe it's just like, as you get older, you don't really experience, you don't really see yourself as getting older. Maybe that's the truth because I still think I look great at 43, but this woman looks old at 43, but she's like talking about um, smoking cigarettes. And then all of a sudden she's like sitting on a chair, right? Just sitting on a chair. And she's like, I don't want to tell you what to do, but she's like, uh, this could happen. And then the camera pans out and then you just see her foot and it's a nub. Like, it's just a foot. There's no toes. Like, no toes whatsoever. Just just a foot and no toes. And she's like, and it's like, smoking can make you lose your toes or something. And I was like, how far along do you have to be in the smoking process before you got to worry about losing toes? I got to quit smoking. I got to quit smoking. It's not, a, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. But the thing is, is I, I and, and what it is, and I know this is, this might be my equivalent of like, when I talk about drag queens losing their own self-identity uh, with their drag names and whatnot, um, I make the justification about smoking because I say that when I'm in drag, I say that she likes to smoke. Because she does. She does like to smoke. Listen, I'm from an era where all the women in my life or like, you know, my mother, like uh, my friend's mothers were smokers, you know, smoking happened. People smoked. And so for me, when I, uh, when I do my female illusions, a, a, a cigarette just seems natural for me. It just seems, it just seems right. Uh, it just seems feminine. <laughs> that said, I don't want pictures taken of me with cigarettes. Like if I can avoid being photographed smoking a cigarette, I would like to do that. Because the thing is, is like when you look at the pictures in hindsight, it does look a little gross. You're just holding on to this little fucking stick, you know, like and it's unnecessary. I gotta quit smoking. Guys, are are you are, are you struggling with smoking? Like, like how do you have you quit smoking? How did you quit smoking? Let me know. Go to the TonySodoshow.com and hit that ask button and let me know um a good trick about. It's boredom for me. Like it's it's it it is now. Like because oh my god, I I was like, I get up early, and I had already had my coffee and whatever by like eight fifteen. I went out and had a cigarette at eight thirty in the goddamn morning. 
I'm not proud of that. I'm not proud of that moment. 8.30 in the morning, I, I brushed my teeth just so I could go out and smoke. Isn't that crazy? Anyway. Oh, my God. So um, the youth are bad, y'all. The youth are bad. Let's just face it. Like, teachers are quitting by the droves. Um, they're trying to do voucher systems and make privatized schools and Christian private schools like a big old thing. And they're fading out public schools and whatnot. And so like people who work in the public school um, realm, I would imagine it's very, very difficult. All the way from like the lunch ladies to, or the lunch people to uh, the bus drivers. And uh, recently, on the news, a bus driver in some, I don't know the state, y'all. I didn't do that thorough of searching and information on these, on this situation. I just wanted to see the video clip. So that's where we are these days. We just want to see that video clip. So there's a bus driver in one of the flyovers, I can imagine, or maybe who knows where it was. And um, the kids were being bad on the bus. Like, I think like someone like standing up or whatever, or, like, they were being bad kids on the bus. And look, the bus driver is the first person at the gate that makes sure that your kid gets to where it needs to go alive before they are ultimately shot up by uh, their classmates. So a little respect to the bus drivers, but these kids are being bad, right? And so like, uh, the guy was frustrated. And so like, I guess he like hit the brake um, and <laughs> the kids like bumped into the seats. Now, ultimately, this driver I do not think has a job any longer. And parents were in uproar because they're like, they're very dangerous. These kids bumped their heads. And if you were standing up a little bit, yeah, maybe you tumbled a little bit. Let me tell you about bus riding. I remember, like, I remember one bus driver we had. Her name was Joyce. And she was a bitch. You know what I mean? Like, like, like pumping the brake that's 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 low on the things that she would she'd get up and yell in faces and whatnot she'd stop and try to demand like and then we had a i had a bus driver named don and he was amazing but he bumped the brake and the little kids hit their faces on the seat good good little idiots need to learn that's why listen if they're not going to put seat belts on the bus ever then, you know, kids already think it's fucking okay to do whatever they want to do. But that bus driver had it and was like, these kids need to sit right and bump their faces on the seats. I mean, they were like, the I was watching the news and they were like, the very dangerous thing. Dangerous? A brake check? When haven't you been brake checked? My mother used to brake check. Like, when you're, this is the thing, parents are outraged. Parents don't think that you haven't brake checked your kids before in the car. Sometimes a dummy needs a brake check. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the brake check idea. I think that sometimes it just needs to fucking happen. Anyway. Justice for that, justice for that bus driver. Give that bus driver back their job. Because here's the truth of the matter. Like when that bus driver gets its gets their job back, if they did, which they won't, because you know, 
politics. But those kids would mind their fucking manners from now on because the lesson had been learned. You didn't beat them. You brake checked them. A little bump of your face. Cameras are everywhere. Cameras are so, so, so they had the camera to film the person, but they didn't have, they had the money to put the camera in to film the, uh, film the person, do the brake check, but they didn't have money to put seatbelts in the bus. Make it make sense. If, if they have to buckle up, then they can't be acting like assholes. What do I know about your kids? Keep them out of drag queen story or keep them out of drag queen shows. I did see recently, oh my God, I saw a clip. There was a brunch that happened at one of the uh, bars here in LA. And one of the drag artists um, was performing and they got out, they like motioned to this little kid to get up and start dancing too. And listen, that little kid served it. Here's the thing. You're not going to keep queer influences away from kids. Do you think that going to a drag brunch is is their only outlet to queerness at this point? Queerness is everywhere. Queerness is commercial as fuck. Y'all are like focusing your attention on drag queens when you think or drag brunches and shit and drag queen story hours. When you think about it, like such a small percentage of young people are touched by, uh, uh, like not touched, like experience a drag queen experience <laughs> wrong, wrong use of words everybody but like but like the the percentage of young people that actually go to a drag queen story hour or they go to a drag brunch because their mothers for some reason wanted to drag them there so they could get drunk i don't know is small but the access to queer based stuff just on the internet alone it's so fucking easy. Like, look, and like, if they're looking at drag queens, they're looking at fucking RuPaul's Drag Race. What are you gonna do about that? Well, don't go, don't worry. Viacom makes it difficult enough to see that show anyway. You never know what streaming they're gonna be having it on at any given point. But I don't know. It's just, it's just very, very, very weird to me that that's so few kids see drag queens that's all i'm saying outside of like the tv you know what i mean and, and that's the thing too drag queens are so easily accessed um with the internet it's not just going to brunches it's so stupid anyway i digress you know i was thinking about this the other day because i was uh watching i have some friends who will like send tiktoks uh to me and i and it's to, to, to watch and I was watching this one. Are we just like out to tattle? Is that what we're here for now? Like, like as customers and everything, are are we? I keep my phone in my pocket for the most part. Like, are we? Are people just like literally carrying it in their hands, ready to be able to tattle? Like, I I watch these videos where like people will go to a fast food joint or whatever, and they're complete assholes. Um, to the, you you know they're complete assholes like here's the thing like have i had some like really upset fast food employees that have waited on me in my life of course it's a thankless job you know what i mean they have to fucking deal with rubes every day all day until they get off their fucking shift and they don't make enough money so look that alone is shitty for them but a customer that goes into places like that immediately go in there with a place of superiority. Like it just is like almost always 
you're walking into a fast food place thinking that you're a little bit better than the person who's serving your food. And I'll tell you, and be honest with yourselves when you say that. And so when I see videos of like customers being like, oh yeah, oh yeah, now you're not going to give me my money or whatever. Like, I always want to know, like, you're the one posting this. I didn't get the moment before. I think you're the asshole. Like, why is it? And, and using things like Instagram and TikTok and stuff like that, just so you can be ready to like find someone, catch them in the act, fucking tattletale on them. So that way you'll hopefully get like over a thousand likes on your fucking posts. Like it, it, it seems exhausting. But my message to all these people who think it's funny to go in and or they think that like they're proving some point, like customer always right. That's not a thing anymore. It's not a thing anymore. It was never a thing for me. That's why I was such a terrible waitress. And I was never good in any kind of a, a service position that I worked in. And I worked fast food, bitch. I worked at a Dairy Queen. But no, customer isn't always right. That is, that is not the, the world we live in anymore because a lot of you guys are fucking uh, uh, idiots. Because you walk in, you walk in from... Uh, your mundane, boring ass life, you walk into your local Walmart and you think you're a little better. You're not. You're still in that Walmart. <laughs> you know, like, who are we? Who are you trying to fool here? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Speaking of fucking uh, 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 stores. I don't know how it is in like smaller areas, but the big push now uh, here in California for like targets and Walgreens and whatnot is to lock everything up. They're so over people stealing from them that then that they just lock everything up. You're going in to a Walgreens or a Target, and it's like a museum for deodorant. Now, like you have, and here's the thing look, I understand that big multi million dollar corporations do not like to be stolen from. Who does? No one likes to be robbed. No one likes to be stolen from. Um, uh, but for for me to sit here and think that it's even a drop in your fucking financial bucket, I don't fucking buy it. So I'm looking at this and I'm like, so instead of like, here's the thing, instead of like corporations like trying to be proactive and be like, hey, look, I wonder why everyone has just started stealing. Like, look, People shoplift, petty theft, whatever has happened uh, for eons. There's no way of like trying to deny that currently there is a lot more places being robbed. And we ask ourselves, or this is what we say to ourselves. Oh, well, they're all just fucking crooks and they're all just trying to fucking, you know, here's the thing. You kind of ask your people don't you don't just start doing crime because you're like, well, I can't wait to start doing crime. You know, like there's there's circumstances on why you do crime. And it's 
poverty, y'all. It's poverty. And instead of like trying to address the real issues on like the fact that people have to rob so they can fucking sell shit so they can fucking survive or they have to rob so they can eat. They're like, let's make it inconvenient for everybody else. All the other customers come in and uh, because here's the thing. I'm looking at you fucking and grocery stores, grocery stores do this, grocery stores do this. And it's crazy because it's like, you want to just run in. There are times that you just want to run in. You're like, oh, I just need to run in real quick. Just need to run in real quick and go and pick up this shit. And I'm going to come back and I'm going to be done for my day. It's not like that anymore. Because here's the thing. They put up all these fucking cabinets full of your accoutrement, but they're cutting down on their human work level because they have the self-serve fucking checkouts so you can do it yourself. And so you're just sitting there like a fucking schmuck waiting to get some Old Spice. There's a button that says, hey, here, push this button here and there's, and there's going to be, it's going to let a sales associate know right away and they're going to be right here to serve you. Bullshit. Bullshit. It's a lie. It's a lie. They are not right there. How many times have I been like, I pushed the button. I'm walking up and down the fucking aisles looking for people. Like, is there anyone stocking something? You know, you go to the pharmacy and you're like, hey, they're like, hey, we're the pharmacy. It's like, all right, well, I don't know. I don't know who works here. I don't know what happens anymore. Give me the robots at this point. Can we just try the robots out then? If we are going to do away with human employees, let's just do it now. Let's just do it now. Let's let fucking chat GPT fix everything. I, I don't know. Stop locking shit up. I see that the that there are police departments now that have those fucking robot dogs now. Those, you know, those robot dogs that are scary, that are almost like really like dogs and they can chase you and shit. Put those fuckers in a target. I'd happily walk past a fucking mechanical dog if I could just grab my fucking uh, uh, deodorant and go. And I would be fine if that man, that robot dog chased down and knocked down shoplifters, I'd be okay with that. I would. I feel like that. I feel like that is a great compromise. I feel like it should be discussed. You're not doing any favors, locking everything up. And I'm talking everything. I'm talking even like the equate versions, you know, like the cheapo versions, like you're silly. You're going to lock up 98 cent fucking dental floss? How dare you? It's wild. It's wild. And listen, if you live in a town where your shit is not in cabinets yet, you better be very fucking grateful. Inconvenience. Inconvenience to a problem that should be addressed, but no one wants to address it. It ultimately always comes down to poverty is the issue of 
everything that comes out negative. Because look, you have people who, you have people in fucking Venezuela who fucking pack up a backpack and they hike all the way up here because they're too fucking poor or in too much danger because they live in poverty. Poverty will make you do fucking crazy things. Do you think that if someone really, if, if someone really wanted that, that they wouldn't just hammer those cabinets? Now, I don't know how strong the glass or plastic glass or whatever is on those cabinets, but you don't think that I have seen some people around LA carrying some shit that makes you cross the street because you're like, oh my God, why? Why do they have a machete? <laughs> you know? Why is that person carrying a sledgehammer? Uh, so your cabinets aren't safe, bro. That's what I'm saying. Cabinets aren't safe. If people want to steal, they're going to steal. And smash and grabs are called smash and grabs for a reason. So sometimes that's what they're in it for, is the smash and then the grab. Now you're just giving them more smash. It's like the fucking least thing that people should worry about is if fucking Target or Walgreens or Rite Aid or fucking uh, Ralph's or Vons or fucking Albertsons gets fucking robbed. It's the last thing we should fucking care about. That's like why when I say uh, when they burn up fucking shit during unrest, like if they burn up a Target or a fucking Walgreens, who cares? Oh, but they're burning up the neighborhood. That's not the neighborhood. It's not the neighborhood. No. A fucking target in your neighborhood is not your community. It's not your neighborhood. They'll rebuild. Well, anyway, we've come to the end of the show. And as always, it is a pleasure to be here with you chatting let me know what you think let me know what you're thinking about let me know if you have any uh topics that you think that i should know about and you would like to know my opinion on i don't know at this point i i do this solo i'm finding things to talk about <laughs> to fill up a good strong 30 minutes so if you have anything that you would like to add to the show then go to the tony it's very easy hit that ask button send me some shit um, you can also check out merch if you can go shopping for things that have my name on it. Very, very important. If you enjoy me and want to see um, what I am doing out and about, well, LA area, mark your calendars. May 14th, it's the weekend of DragCon at the Matsuban Theater, the Drag Queen of the Year uh, pageant competition featuring yours truly, Tony Soto. Um, everything I'm doing in drag, you can always find at Tony Soto Productions on Instagram. Um, that's where you're going to find uh, the weekly show that I do in, in West Hollywood at Stash called Battle Babies. And of course, the monthly Learn the Words Bitch, um, which is coming up soon. I am the Tony Soto Show on Instagram and TikTok. So give a gal a follow if you'd like. And I'll be back again. Yeah, I'll be back again next week. I mean, listen, it's getting it's getting a lot. Like, I know there's still time, but 
it's getting down to the point where I'm like getting close enough to this pageant that like I'm distracted. If I, if I get distracted by other things that's happening, I feel like I'm forgetting something and then anxiety riddles that you get it. Don't you get it? Please tell me you get it. Um, uh, but I can't wait to do it because I don't think I'll do it again. So you always got to do something once, you know what I mean? And, uh, but who knows? Like when I win, maybe I'll get addicted and then I'll become like that honey boo-boo. I guess we'll see. See y'all next week. Bye. <sighs>